Well, let's rock and roll, baby. Yeah, precisely. Precisely. <laughs> I love that word. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Rapid Strike, and they have a new album called Rapid Strike, Rapid. which is released on March 26th via Wormhole Death Records. Right now, I'm being joined by, and I didn't ask you how to say your name, I just kind of ask you if you would be okay with being called Harvey. How do I say your name? It's Hrvoj Madiraca, but on this matter, um, Harvey is cool. That sounds cool. I'm on board with it, mate. So, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> you just, re- you just re- renamed me for this purpose, so I'm on board. And yeah. it's cool. So I'm Harvey Madiraca for uh, for next half an hour, right? Yeah, Whoa. so cool. <laughs> Harvey Madeira. So, you know Madeira, the... Uh, Madiraza, but if if you if you cannot well just call me whatever. I'm a guitarist, composer, and songwriter for Rapid Strike, and that's cool. And that's cool. Harvey, it is beautiful. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the show, my good man. Well, thanks a lot. It's an honor to be here, and shout out from Croatia towards you and to all of your listeners. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to be here. Thanks a lot. It is. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, to be honest, I'm trying to think, have I had a band on from Croatia? And I don't think I have. So if I have, I'm sorry. And that band is listening in right now and they're upset. They're having a temper tantrum. Um, but for for you right now, this is cool. Yeah, well, if it is and we're the first, well, it's nice to be first. And if we're not <laughs> cool again, right? <laughs> well. Okay. Yeah. When you strike, you got to have a rapid strike, baby. Precisely. Pre- precisely. With you got to yeah. you have to strike with precision, then you will have struck precisely. Yeah. Uh cool. Now, I guess one of the biggest pieces of news is that uh first email I got was that you guys were being signed to Wormhole Death and then I received subsequent emails with them promoting you. Uh and then obviously I, you know, wrote to Wormhole Death and I said, you know, let's get get these these bad boys on the show so take us through that through getting signed with wormhole death tell us about that yeah so basically we were wrapping up our album last year and we were looking for a label and uh well wormhole death has quite a good reputation so we came into contact with mr carlo Bellotti. he's the head of the wormhole death records and he liked the material and we sort of, yeah, it was a no-brainer, you know. They're awesome, it's a pleasure working with them, and we signed right away. They're extremely fair. It was like a banger, you know. Oh, like, man, I like your stuff. Yeah, I like your company. Let's talk. We had, a, like, a bit of an email chat, you know, a bit of a Skype conference as well. And, yeah, we just clicked. Okay. And that was voila. Wow. You need to strike rapidly, right? <laughs> you have to strike rapidly, baby. You got to do it. Yeah. yeah. You got to shout it out or it's just a lie in the night of the unholy. I mean, it'll be a sweet terror sailing on, but betrayal is such a sin when I'm losing you here in the Viper's <laughs> Nest. <laughs> oh, man. That was a – that's awesome, you know. Thank you. You got a real talent for this stuff. Yeah, I must have <laughs> I'm totally impressed. Oh. I'm, I totally, totally am. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, now, speaking of the tracks that I just mentioned, this record, yeah. self-titled Rapid Strike, 
did you guys like record the album and you had it and it was ready to go when you started shopping or how did this album come to be? And with regard to that, what is this album about? Is it, does it have a theme? Well, uh, so there are two questions there. Okay. So let me start by answering the first, which is, uh, it wasn't such a rapid strike because it was recorded. The, the recordings have begun in 2013, to believe it or not. Wow. And they have, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, wow. we had a, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they've ended like in 2020. As I said last year, we wrapped, wrapped it up. up. Well, we had a basically. We were searching for a new direction, new style, you know, uh, sort of, and sort of a lineup problems as well. Uh, um, stuff happens, you know, but it's fine. And, uh, but what is important is that we are more than pleased with the final outcome. Uh, I mean, the album is awesome, in my opinion. I'm subjective, subjective totally, but that's fine. And as for the second part of your question, sorry, which was it? Uh, does it have a team? Yeah. Well, the, the, the theme is, hmm, just go back to the basics of what makes rock and metal. Just to, if I can explain it more properly, um, just make a cool record. You know, th that was how... Rock and metal have started. Don't overcomplicate. Don't just just make what you love to do and do it properly. Just just get on with your stuff. Just put on some great riffs, some great vocals, some great drum patterns. You know what I mean? Just the theme is basically do not overcomplicate. Trust in what you believe and. Yeah, live your life without fear or regret or anything. Just bang it, baby, if you know what I mean. It's just, it's it, 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 it just, it just, I like to do, just look, let's make a rocking rock album, if you know what I mean. That, that There's not, not a big philosophy in there. No, it isn't a soul-searching record. No, it's just make a cool, awesome record. That's it. That was the mission statement from the start. From mm -hmm. the get-go. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a really good mission statement. Yeah, well, that's how it all started. I mean, somebody basically had an amp, right? A guitar amp, back in the, in the 50s. And well, yeah. it probably, it probably uh, somebody probably threw it down a van or something or from a hotel room, and then it started distorting, right? It went into an overdrive. And... Yeah. Everybody was like, "You cannot play like this." Exactly. And Devil's the guitar music. player was like, "The guitar player was probably like, well, I don't have a spare one, right?" Right. And um, then he just plugged it in, and the audience went, "Oh, this is kind of cool." Yeah. And so. Yeah. No need to overcomplicate. Just get back to the basics and do 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 the best songs as you can. Do it properly. Bang on, smash, make a great record. I know. Just think about how many. YouTube videos there are right now of people comparing distortions. Go back to 1950, you had one distortion, and it was the broken amp. Yeah, yeah. That's quite amazing, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. 
I mean, that, that's such a great story. I, uh, rock and metal, it's it, it's it's such a interesting piece of they 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 share such inter- interesting piece of history. I mean, everything good that happens in rock or metal just comes by a mistake, an accident. You know, just you know, basically distorted vocals. Who could have, who could have ever thought about like growling vocals? You know, it's it's not singing, but it is. I mean, I don't know who did it first, but can you imagine like the sound technician at the recording studio hearing that shit for the first time? It was probably like, you know, what is this? What's this guy about? Or but, but you know, it it just started being into normal because people liked it, and it's it's cool. It's not classical music where you need to overanalyze, overthink. You just need to do your stuff and trust in what you're doing. That's just it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get my information right, so I'm searching the web right now because uh, we're not too far off on that. The The actual first distortion sound was a broken circuit, but it was in a mixing board. So when the audio was going through the circuit, Ooh. yeah, in the mixing board, it came through distorted and somebody went, man, that's great. So people went to this recording studio actually to use a piece of broken equipment because <laughs> it was broken in a musical way, which is kind of funny. And then, (laughs) and then that's awesome. Yeah, and back then you basically had like a Gibson amplifier or a Fender amplifier. There was obviously some others, but um, and they were all cost. Sorry, but they were all custom made, handmade. You know, they were uh, extremely costly. It wasn't like today. You know, that you can just you you can you can just go to the shop and there is a shop every 200 meters away and basically at those times you couldn't even replace a pickup a guitar pickup it was yeah. a major problem oh yeah oh sorry sorry continue please yeah no seriously and then um gibson caught a hold of this whole broken circuit thing so they created a pedal that would simulate a broken circuit which then Keith Richards used on the song Satisfaction. Satisfaction. Called the Maestro FZ1 Fuzz Tone. So that is the very first distortion pedal, and it is, in fact, designed after a broken circuit. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, well, that's an interesting piece of history. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's huge. Like that, That's major, you know. Right here on the Rock and Roll Podcast. Good, 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 good job at fine. That, yeah, it is an exclusive. Yeah, definitely. It is an exclusive. Speaking of yeah. other, speaking of other exclusives, let's go back to talking about um, Rapid Strike. So I guess maybe take us. So you mentioned some lineup changes. I'm on the website right now, and it looks like two guitar players and a vocalist, and the vocalist is English, from what I see in the yeah. uh, bio. So. I guess my question is how the current recording that we have, how did that come to be? Who played the drums? Who played the bass? Okay. So uh, the drums were played by Daniel Stoyan and he's a part of the current lineup. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So it's solidified. Now uh, the bass was played mostly by me along with my uh, friend Dan Berkic and the guitars were done by me and Ante Pupacic-Pupi. That's also part of the current lineup. And the, uh, the lineup changes, yeah, we were basically, it wasn't much of a lineup change as we were searching for a proper vocalist to do, to add their stuff. You know, we were searching for like, um, 
Well, we weren't, they were all excellent singers, but they weren't exactly what we were looking for, to be precise. Uh, and so we stumbled upon Bexie James via an audition, and that's a great story. Uh, and I mean, uh, basically, we were like, uh, oh, I, oh my God, what are we going to do? And I was like, okay, I like Tim Lizzie. I need someone who has that kind of a bluesy, melodic voice, you know what I mean? But I can also belt it out properly. And then I sent a tape to some people, uh, and it was basically like, can you cover uh, Still in Love With You by Tim Lizzy? I don't know if you know that song. It's like a, a ballad. It's, it's a great song. I love it. And damn, she nailed it. This girl from England, from the UK, she nailed it. And then I asked her to, to book a holiday <laughs> to, to get to Astra Croatia, and she recorded the vocals for the album. And she's awesome, and she's also part of the lineup now. And, yeah, that, that's about it. Cool. Now, these music videos, we've got a couple of singles, a couple of music videos, Just a Lie, and Shout It Out. Um... Yeah, I guess just take us through these. Did you guys do these uh, in the middle of the pandemic? How did how did you guys come up with these music videos? Okay, so the first one, Just a Lie, was recorded when Bexy was recording her vocal lines back in 2016, oh. as she is the singer on that. Yeah, she's the singer on that song. Uh, and for the second one, as for the Shout It Out, it was recorded during our Jap- Japanese tour way back in 2013 with our dance singer, Tanya Melanie Harat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there, there are two different singers on those two different singles. Uh, and basically, yeah, about those two songs, they, I've picked them to be singles because, uh, in my opinion, they represent us properly. I mean... In Just a Lie, you hear a more melodic, uh, uh, heavy rock, you know, kind of stuff uh, with twin guitar lines uh, harmonizing in, in the chorus and a bit of acoustic stuff. So it's a bit of a, that's like one part of us and Shout It Out is more like heavy, trash, you know, a bit a bit uh, tougher, you know, a bit heavier side of us. And... and that that concises the whole album, you know. You have a ballad, you have even two ballads on the album. You have more uh, rock-leaning tracks like "Just a Lie." You have more trash-leaning tracks. So it's a mix. But they they as a whole re- represent, yeah, the album as a whole. If if that makes sense to you, it does. Now they, they present they present the album properly. Good, in my opinion. Yes. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Slajemse. <laughs> Agreed upon. <laughs> ah, Slajemstabom. Yeah, well, can you pronounce now my name? You're you're getting pretty good at creation. <laughs> so can you rename me once again to my <laughs> original name? Hvala. Hvala. Um, Hrvoje. Yeah. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, back to being Hrvoja then. <laughs> yeah. Dragami je Hrvoja. Well, uh, it's a pleasure speaking with you too, mate. Okay, beautiful. Now, 
Uh, what was I going to ask? Oh, yeah, I was going to ask uh, this music video for Just a Lie. Uh, yeah. There's, like, some studio footage. There's some dancers. Um, yeah. Cool music video. Thanks a lot. Something and about, there's... Yeah, sorry. I was going to say Go something, something about a, um, a bass player sitting in front of a mixing board pounding away where you see the strings bending under his fiery might that just kind of, you know, gets me excited, but... Yeah, that, that's Dan, Dan Burkish for you. He's, a, he's like, um, but I'm... <laughs> yeah. um, how did you guys make this music video? You guys just, did you like film dancers and filmed yourself in a studio and like brought it together? Okay, so as I mentioned before, uh, the studio parts were done in 2016 in yep. the studio, obviously. Yep. Uh, but those girls, uh, they're, they're called Inferno. They're also from the UK, and they've done their parts in 2013 in Croatia. Yeah, so that, okay. yeah, this album has a long history, yeah, of it, making. Yeah, yeah, it, it does, definitely. So, I guess I'm curious, did you guys, like, was that always a plan, or did you have all this stuff saved on a hard drive somewhere? Or was it, yeah. like, an, an accident where you're like, man, we have all this stuff on a hard drive, what are we going to do with it? Music video. Or was yeah. it okay? Yeah, we planned it, but as I said before, uh, we were just looking for a vocalist that, yeah, just just has that vibe that matches the album. So it took a long time, and you know, life happens. But you won't you won't have to wait so long for the third album. It's already being written, so <laughs> we need to pick up the pace. Yeah. That's right. Pick up the pace. Now, yeah. you mentioned a new album. What can you tell us about this new album? You mean the one that is already out, like uh, that, that was out like a week before, or the third album that I'm writing right now? The one that you're writing right now. Uh, okay, okay, cool. Well, it's gonna be heavy. It's gonna be heavy, definitely. Okay. But it will also have some, you know. Jimmy Page kind of stuff, the Earth song. I'm getting all these uh, vibes, you know. I'm, I just like to experiment here and there, you know. So, it's uh, the the sound that we have sort of made uh, on this album is the sound of Rappy Strike. Okay. But you know, I, I'm I'm totally. I'm I'm totally I I'm 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 sort of a songwriter who cannot make the same album twice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's just me. Okay. So you the rapid strike will also be guitars, you know, riffs, drums, vocals. But every album will have will have its own niche. You know what I mean? And that's how I do my stuff. And okay, because you'd mentioned yeah, that's it. you'd mentioned heavy, so I'm trying to get a grasp because. Heavy to different bands means different things. I would consider yeah. that Skid Row's second album was heavier than their first album, but in relation to Cannibal Corpse, they're still not heavy at all. So I guess no. where no. what do you where on the spectrum of heavy are we? When you when you say Jimmy Page, I don't consider Led Zeppelin to be heavy at all, but that's maybe my opinion. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe blues, I blues bluesy yeah. bluesy and groovy for sure. <clears throat> yeah, but he has um, that kind of of a concept, uh, mixing the light and the darkness in the music, you know. He does. But, uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, I mentioned him because I've 
I've ten, I do tend to experiment a bit, you know, but th that will be a tracker too. I know that that will happen because it's already written. Yeah. But as for heavy, uh, you're asking me where are we on the spectrum of heavy? So basically, we're like, well, my taste and what I do basically is everything from, I don't know, Fleetwood Mac to Slayer. And everything in between. So from like, you know, 70s rock to trash metal. So everything in between, yeah, I'm all aboard. Um, I'm writing that stuff. And so uh, if somebody is disappointed, no, we'll never be a death metal band because honestly, I don't have it in me. It's not the way I write. It's not what comes out when I write. And But, you know, everything like heavy, rock, uh, trash, I don't know. Maybe even a bit of a punk vibe. <laughs> Whoa. Who, who knows? I mean, but uh, yeah, it will always be a band that is that has its roots firmly in the classic. You know, like I do think I do tend that that we sound sound kind of an old school, you know, band like an eighties band. Maybe it's just me, but I always think that we sound kind of, you know, that decade. I don't know. Have you Who am I to say, but, but it's... Have you seen the artwork for the album and the way the logo is done? I was going to ask you if you knew what year it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's 2021, but it, 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 it looks rather, yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. Leather jacket, Les Paul, you know, yeah. in the middle of a solo, sunglasses... It, the band is called Rapid Strike, which is super 1986, 1987. It's even got – it's all done up like it's 1986, 1987. I mean I'm not judging. I love the 80s. I'm wearing a Cobra Kai sweater for, for crying out loud. Uh, uh, Johnny Lawrence yeah. is the hero of the story. Johnny Lawrence yeah. is the man. That's okay. right. Yeah. We got, yeah. We got, yeah. Yeah. We agree. We, we, yeah. Yeah. We got we that got out it. of the way. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So basically – yeah, we're firmly rooted in in the classical eras of rock and metal music, basically. So you will not... I, I don't foresee us uh, getting into modern stuff at all. It's it's just not me, it's not us. So mm. yeah. Look, we're old schoolers, definitely. Yeah, do you do you write music thinking, would Johnny Lawrence listen to this in, in his car? Well, uh... When was the last season out around New Year? Yeah. Last season. Yeah, yeah, season, yeah. season three yeah, yeah, beginning you know, this year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That when I was watching it on on the Netflix, that that's that question kind of popped up in my mind. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Johnny Lawrence, yeah, he's the man. Good. Why do you like Johnny Lawrence? Isn't he the bad guy? No, he's not a bad guy. He he's a guy who had a bad deal in life. He had a bad sensei, and he had a, you know, he's a good guy who's trying to make his ends meet, and he's a positive influence for Miguel, right? And he's an, an inspirational figure. I mean, uh, so he's basically trying to uh, better his life, and his and his perspective on life has changed so much, and it was awesome seeing him and Daniel finally reconciling in this season and 
he's a sort of an I I I, I like those kind of stories, you know, from zero to hero. That's basically it. Mm-hmm. It's title of the next album from Rapid Strike, from zero to hero. Uh, yeah, but isn't it like something? <laughs> uh, 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 something comes to mind. Black Sabbath, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah, from the Gillan era. Mojibitje. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's copyrighted then. Nieznam. How do you how do you say good in Russian? It's хорошо. Good. Dobro. You mean good. Dobro. Yeah, you can dobro, say dobro. 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 How do you say very good? Duja dobra? No. Vro dobla. Vro dobla. Okay, cool. Vro dobro. Vro dobro. Yeah. Izvrsno. Awesome is Izvrsno. Cool. So we chatted about getting signed to Wormhole Death. We chatted about the Maestro FZ1 Fuzz Tone, first distortion pedal ever made. We chatted about Johnny Lawrence and why he's the true hero of Cobra Kai, oh, Never Dies. Guy, yeah. Because uh, he's a mentor to Miguel. And yeah. we chatted about Just Salai. We chatted about Shout It Out. We chatted about the album Rapid Strike. We chatted about why the album cover is just a picture of you. Uh, we chatted about. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I mean, you know, you know what, what, it, what, it, what is, it was about? It's like. Uh, uh, we, we were trying to do some concept art philosophy thing, and, we were, and I was like, "Just screw it, just yeah." If you have pictures, right? And look, mine was like the best one. And yeah, here's the gift from Les Paul, if you can see it. Oh man, there's a BC Rich back there. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of those, but hey, I, I was six, 16 when I bought it, so. It, <laughs> no, they are nice. They're they're totally awesome. But I'm a Gibson guy. No, so basically we're like, okay, this is yeah. Th- this looks like yeah. I look like a rock star. That uh, well, okay. Mm-hmm. Album. Yeah, that that's cool. Yeah, cool. It's a cool picture. It's a cool picture. It's nothing to do with ego. It's yeah. Just just a cool picture. Yeah. And it's like it's. I mean, it's it's a bit you know funny in a way. You, you say it yourself. The sunglasses, the everything, the leather jacket. I mean, the, the good thing about it is when you see the cover, you know exactly what to expect from us. And I think that that's the main point of, like, artwork, you know. Mm-hmm. At least when, when I, that's the way I judge artwork. When I see it, it, it it's the fir- first impression thing. I need to know what this band is about. And that's what artwork ought to pro- provide for me. So it's just my two cents, cents for whatever it's worth. So, yeah. Ooh, bravo, see. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot. It's just my opinion on things. You need to is, you need to strike rapidly, knock them out, baby. Yeah. That's right. That's right. This is a guitar rhythm band. Cool. Bing, bang, boom. Okay. Well then, that concludes all my questions. So I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Oh. Again, uh, thanks a lot to you, and I hope we had a great discussion that will, if not if anything else, humor our your listeners and uh, uh, listen, people, stay safe, stay healthy, stay re- responsible. We'll all get through this pandemic alive and a lot smarter. And when the gigs return, come and check us out. 
come check each and every band because I can honestly tell each and every band is just dying to get on stage and because it's what we do, man, you know. So stay safe, stay metal, and just, I don't know, stay positive. It is the main thing in life. Life is how you view upon it. So And the, re the reality is as well what you make of it. So stay positive and stay cool.